Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the state of California. Good afternoon. This is the state of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. The First Amendment states that the government will remain neutral when it comes to how Americans exercise their right to practice religion. The separation of church and state is a delicate balance to maintain, even more so when a state and the U.S. Supreme Court diverge in their rulings. For more on this, we are joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Erwin Chemerinsky, Dean and Professor of Law at UC Berkeley. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. You know, so to start off, since we're talking about the state of California, how has California Supreme Court ruled on cases that involve religion? The California Supreme Court has historically followed the United States Supreme Court. And until very recently, the United States Supreme Court and the California Supreme Court have said there's to be a wall that separates church and state. Those were actually the words of Thomas Jefferson. Absolutely. But it sounds like most recently they began to kind of differ on how they treat that delicate balance, right? The United States Supreme Court in the last several years has very much taken the view that there's not a wall that separates church and state, and that instead it's very aggressively protected free exercise of religion. Let me give an easy example. For decades, the Supreme Court said that prayer in public schools violates the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. The California Supreme Court followed that. But now, in a case a year ago, the Supreme Court said keeping a public school teacher, a football coach, from praying at games violated his free exercise of religion. For decades, the Supreme Court, and the California Supreme Court, limited government aid to religious schools. In the last few years, the Supreme Court has said to deny religious schools aid that goes to secular private schools violates free exercise of religion. I'm really interested in that topic because there are schools here in the Bay Area that have uh, clubs, uh, prayer groups uh, that uh, conduct their business on campus, but it happens outside of school hours, say after class or during uh, lunch hours. How does the U.S. Supreme Court approach something like that, especially given that example of the the football coach who was praying uh, during or after games? The Supreme Court has held for a long time that if a school is going to open its facilities to student groups, it can't exclude religious student groups. So if a school is going to allow the debate team and the chess club to meet at lunch and after school on school facilities, the school has to allow a Bible club that's praying to use those facilities. 
but there can't be any school-sponsored or teacher-involved prayer. That changed last year where the Supreme Court said that the high school football coach had the First Amendment right to pray at school. And this is such a dramatic change in the law because we've gone from when does prayer in school violate the Establishment Clause to when must there be a right of teachers to pray based on free exercise of religion. Interesting. So as we see at the U.S. Supreme Court level the erosion of the separation of church and state, do you think that church churches and those institutions should be subject to a government tax? I think it can't be that religious institutions get special constitutional protection when it comes to free access religion, but then are exempt from all of the burdens that are placed upon everybody else. It's enormously controversial, um, but I do think that if the Supreme Court continues down the current path of saying that religious schools get all the same benefits as secular private schools, then there's going to be the argument that says they should be taxed in the same way, too. I think this. I, I know the answer to this next question, and I, I, I will say that it, everything points from a thirty thousand foot level that elections matter. But why is the balance so hard to maintain at this point in the history of the U.S. Supreme Court? Our society is deeply polarized, and one of the issues that people are split on is the idea of separation of church and state. The Supreme Court has become much more conservative because the three Trump appointees, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, and they, along with the three conservative holdovers, John Roberts, Clarence Thomas, and Samuel Alito, have created six to three majorities that have very much changed the law with regard to religion. It's no longer a court that enforces separation of church and state, but it is one that very aggressively protects the exercise of religion especially for Christians who want to have more ability to pray, to receive government aid for parochial schools. Is there anything on the future docket or any cases that you see heading toward the U.S. Supreme Court that would also reiterate the current stance of the U.S. Supreme Court when it comes to the separation of church and state? There are so many cases that are going to come up. So a year ago I mentioned to you in Kennedy versus Bremerton School, the Supreme Court said, that it violated the free exercise of religion of a football coach to keep him from praying on the field after games. What about the teacher who wants to pray in the classroom before school or recess? I mentioned to you that the Supreme Court said that when the government gives aid to secular private schools, it's constitutionally required to give religious schools. What about a California law that says when there are charter schools, they must be secular? Does that violate the Constitution? Those matters are on their way to the Supreme Court. What is the risk if we lose the separation of church and state in the, in the grander scheme of things? I think that Thomas Jefferson and James Madison got it exactly right. Both were very concerned about the government becoming aligned with religion or a particular religion, how that makes others of different faiths seem like outsiders. James Madison said that it's unconscionable to tax some people to support the religion of others. And I think that the separation of church and state protects religion as well. You gave the example of how it protects them from being taxed. It also protects them from being regulated. Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, seeing this was happening, soon before she left, the court said, when we look around the world and how the absence of church and state 
has caused so many problems in history. Why would we trade what's worked so well for us for so long for something that's worked poorly throughout the world? for so long a period of time. It's just a fascinating and very important topic. And, Professor, we appreciate your perspective. And you have a great memory, too, remembering and recalling some of the things we talked about a year ago. Thank you. Anytime. My pleasure. Yeah. That is Erwin Chemerinsky, Dean and, prof- uh, and Professor of Law at UC Berkeley. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 